0: What's up everybody? Happy Thursday. The week is you know passing by quickly. The third quarter is coming to an end very quickly here. We're gonna jump into the fourth quarter of 2023. And so likely, I'm betting you're you're thinking, how can I, you know, end 2023 with a lot of momentum. The fourth quarter is one of those crazy times because you know there's going to be a lot of slow times that are going to happen in there, right? You know that Thanksgiving is coming. And so really one week in November, there's going to be a lot that may not get done unless you're in e-commerce and retail in which you're going to be maybe the busiest you are all year long during that period of time. But most businesses, you will you know, be off. Maybe your team is going to be off that week. You're going to have a tough time, you know, getting on the phone with customers and clients and moving them forward. And so with that being the case, you know, that's happening in November. And you also know in December, right, you're going to have the last two weeks of December and maybe even the first week of January where there's going to be a likely slowdown happening And so with that on the horizon, you want to take steps to make sure, number one, you and your team are taking massive action, that you're getting as much in, maybe putting in a little bit of extra time with the knowledge that you know there's going to be three weeks in the fourth quarter where a lot may not get done. And then you kind of got to assume that first week in January, same thing, you may see that not a lot may take place and it may take a minute to, you know, a week to really get things going in your business in January. So, So that's what we know is coming in terms of interruptions and for a lot of business owners and a lot of salespeople, you know, Thanksgiving comes and really that last six weeks of the year, they don't take a lot of action. They take a step back. They really enjoy themselves, et cetera, et cetera. And maybe the first week or two of January take a minute to get going and they can literally flush two months of production, momentum, so many things down the toilet. And so for me, I always want to be very proactive. I want to have our team having some numbers, some goals, some end of year numbers to hit so that we keep our momentum up as much as possible, maybe qualifying for some sort of company trip or something like that that's going to really spur momentum and give them uh, you know, motivation to move forward. Welcome to the Go Figure Podcast, created for parents and business owners who want to get their money right. My name's Leo Cannell. As a husband and father of five, I've been fortunate to create two eight-figure businesses in the fintech space. This podcast will share the values, principles, strategies, tools, and tactics that have helped us to build a fintech empire and provide an epic life for our family. Having been a parent and entrepreneur for 20 years, there's a lot I don't know. There's been a lot of failure. The good news is together, we'll find solutions to creating an epic life powered by a business that we love. That's what's coming on. That's what's on my mind, and I'm guessing for a lot of you, I mean, my gosh, there, there's never been a period of time where there's been more uncertainty, right? There's so many different things going on. So today, today's topic, today's money topic we want to hit is economic predictions for the next year. 12 months. What's going down? What do we think is going to occur? And most importantly, how can we still win? And so in our mindset section, we're going to talk about, all right, well, regardless of what may happen over the next 12 months, how do you win over the next 12 months, no matter what happens in the economy, in your business, with your investments? How can you control what you can control? And so that's what we're going to take a look at. And then, of course, our sports topic is going to be NFL losers. Last week, Week that I'm predicting will actually win this week. So we've got our man uh, Ty Tyba. He just gave an awesome keynote speech in Newport, Rhode Island. Very beautiful place if you've not been there. And he's at the uh, Smart Real Estate Coach event. So exciting uh, times. And then he and Steve uh, from our office are actually going to go to the Miami Dolphins New England Patriots game this Sunday. Although Hurricane Lee I'm seeing is on the horizon. So that's all the crazy shit going on right now in our little world but let's talk about the next 12 months and what is likely or what may happen in the economy over the next 12 months so as as we look at what's happened over the last you know Let's call it 2021, 2022, and now 2023, I mean, is rapidly coming to an end. So as we look at the last three years, there was unprecedented government spending that took place in 2020, in 2021 with the pandemic. You had the CARES Act. You had all of these different, uh, there was a a child tax credit program going on. Families were just getting uh, checks in the mail or deposited their bank account from the government with these bills that they passed. And so there was excess money, and then you had slowdowns, you had shutdowns, and that uh, increased demand when things started to open up again in 2021. And as such, that all led to a lot of inflation that they didn't think was going to happen. It was going to be transitory and temporary. And by the end of 2022, we realized as a country, no, it's not transitory. It's here to stay. And that inflation really geared up in a lot of places. So Now, this last month, really in just the last week or two, we saw that inflation numbers started to go back up. They started to tick back up again, and you're seeing gas prices high. You're seeing a lot of different things being affected by the high interest rates. And so if inflation continues to rear its ugly head over the next few weeks, few months, uh, over the next reports that come in every four to six weeks with our economic data... Then that's gonna mean higher inflation is going to mean higher interest rates. Right now, the average mortgage interest rate is somewhere around seven and a quarter, seven point three percent on a 30 year fixed. That's a very high interest rate compared to the 3% range that we were paying in early 2022, uh, when I last uh, refinanced and, and purchased, you know, a few uh properties. And so that higher rate from three to seven and a half to seven point two five, I mean, it's an increase of 50, 60, 70% of your mortgage payment that's substantial if you're looking to buy a property and so we've also seen that that mortgage applications have hit their lowest Uh, rate lowest uh, number going back to 1996 we're talking 27 years was the last time mortgage applications were this low and so with all of that high inflation if it starts to tick back up then that means Jerome Powell the Fed leader maybe the most powerful man in the country over the last two three years he's going to be concerned and he is not going to lower interest rates he may even raise them even a little bit more to try to cool things off and bring that inflation number down, right? So high inflation means high interest rates. And so what do high interest rates all of these things are are cause effect relationships, right? One thing happens and then another thing follows it and another thing is a consequence that follows that. So we have high inflation, interest rates go up. Well, the next thing that happens, and we've seen this already, uh, mortgage applications go down. And so that means people are less likely to buy real estate, they're less likely to buy homes. Right now we still have a lack of inventory, there isn't a lot of homes and apartments available So there's building going on right now and that's keeping home prices high, which is dropping demand further. It's also keeping rents. Rents have gone down a little in some areas, but they're still staying high as well. And so high interest rates, what industries does that affect? Well, everything real estate related is taking a massive hit right we we went and visited uh, you know a few months ago a mortgage office that had 200 loan officers during 2020 and 2021 really growing they signed a big lease big office and they were they're down to like 10 percent they had 15 to 20 loan officers now instead of 200 and their office was very op- very open very empty and they were trying to f- sublease out that big office space that they signed a lease for and so real estate mortgages, Finance companies, construction companies, auto dealerships are really struggling, right? you try to buy a car and you look at your car payment at 3%, 4% interest, and then you go look at a an interest rate of 8%, 9%, which is where car interest rates are at right now. And boy, that car is very expensive. And you start thinking, ah, maybe I'll keep driving my current uh, 5, 8, 10-year-old car a few years longer because I can do some repairs and keep on driving that car. Maybe I've even got it paid off. Maybe I don't want to take on an $800, I think the average car loan payment now has jumped up to over seven hundred dollars in this country, and so auto dealerships. If you're, you know, involved in anything in auto dealerships, you're seeing a real slowdown there. Big purchases that need financing in solar, in any type of equipment. If you're a business owner, is much more expensive and so what all this will lead to is more and more industries slowing down which is going to lead to less profitable companies within those industries and eventually you're going to see these less profitable companies are going to eventually going to have to cut more employees and maybe you start to see job losses that actually uh, exceed job uh, increases right now job increases have slowed down substantially uh, to pre-pandemic levels and so eventually uh, you may see the unemployment rate start to tick up higher uh, job losses may start to exceed job uh, openings and actual new jobs being created on a month-to-month basis and so this is likely to lead to a more official recession in 2024 in 2022 we had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP and but we didn't really have the job losses we didn't have the typical recession recessionary things happen where unemployment ticked up and job losses uh, increased. And we may not see that a lot anyway, because there's so many job openings and just not enough people looking for new jobs. And you have more baby boomers than actual new Gen Zers coming into the job market right now. And so that may be a phenomenon that continues. Either way, it seems very likely that we may see more of an economic slowdown, maybe an official recession that has a tick up of unemployment and also job losses. And so if that happens, then you'll see things overall slow down. In 2024, maybe we end up seeing a change also in... uh, Uh, in the Congress, the House of Representatives, Senate, the President. Maybe there's some changes that happen there based on what happens to the economy in 2024. But it certainly seems following a lot of different economic uh, professionals and those who have been pretty accurate you saw michael uh, burry who was uh, the big short guy played by christian bale great film if you haven't seen that one and he recently uh, was making a really bold prediction of several hundred million dollars that he was investing that was betting on the stock market going down meaning a likely recession so a lot of different things now could all this not happen and the economy continue to you know move forward absolutely that's always possible but if I think a lot of the odds are starting to stack up and you start to see these high interest rates are going to start to take their toll. 2024 likely to see a slowdown, which then eventually leads to maybe lower interest rates in 2025 and 2026. The Fed starts to pull those rates down as job losses increase and the economy slows down. And then you start to see a slow recovery, maybe in 2025 and 2026. Now, I could be dead wrong. So, keep that in mind, but that seems like a very likely scenario taking place over the next 12 to 15 months. So, all that said, looking and now transitioning from our money topic of what may happen over the next 12 to 15 months in the economy and how that's going to impact you, well, how do you ensure that you win over the next 12 months no matter what happens in the economy? That's what we all care about. And You know it's interesting maybe maybe you know you're doing fine and maybe over the last five six ten years you know you had your own personal recession even though the economy was as a whole was growing and doing well i had my own personal recession in 2018 when i left my previous company brought on partners who didn't share my values and principles i had to leave that company with over a hundred thousand dollars in debt and fell behind on my mortgage for a few months it was a very you know kind of scary time but i had been there before and i turned all my focus to generating income Right, I had uh, you know, people I was working with. Oh, you need to invest in this in your business, invest in that. I'm like, no, bro. You know what I need to do? I need to generate sales. I need to put all my focus on generating sales and income because if I have income coming in, I can pay my expenses, then I can make those investments. And most new business owners make this mistake. And I've shared this story before, but I love it. The founder of Samuel Adams, the beer brewing company in New England uh you know when he was first getting started his uncle who was a wall street guy invested eighty thousand dollars into his company he gives him a call he's like hey what are you doing he's like oh you know i'm going shopping for computers and file folders and cabinets and all this stuff that was not going to actually earn the business money that he didn't actually need to be investing in or worrying about that point he said what are your sales and the founder of Samuel Adams like, I don't have any sales yet. And he's like, Well get your ass out of that office now. Don't go buy anything. Go knock on some bar bars and restaurants doors and get them to start offering Samuel Adams as one of their, you know, Beer craft solutions. And so he went out, started to focus on sales. The rest is history. And most business owners make this mistake during recessions, during slowdowns. And so what you want to do is you want to go even harder during recessions. A lot of people will pull back. You want to make sure that you're investing in improving your skills, right? Now is the time to invest in learning more marketing skills, more sales skills. If you haven't bought the book $100 million offers, $100 million leads from Alex Hormozzi, you need to you know, make these investments and go invest in courses. You need to get around more successful business owners and mentors than yourself. And more than ever, you need to become that expert, you need to learn new skills, and you need to take a look at some of your systems and processes. I'm getting some alerts today that you know we need to make some adjustments with some of uh, our partners who are having struggles, issues, and things that we need to fix on our end. And if you don't have your finger on the pulse of your business, make those changes, you'll get into trouble. And so I'm starting to realize, well, I better make some changes and I better make them right now or we're going to start to feel the effects of you know issues with our process or with strategic partners that send us business and so those are things that i've got to make adjustments to what are the things in your business that you need to be making adjustments to right now so that you finish 2023 with momentum go into 2024 and regardless of what's happening with the economy with politics you're creating a bull market and a successful growing business no matter what and so it starts with investing in new skills and lead gen will continue to be more important than ever, making sure your product and service is substantially better than the competition out there. That will continue to be very important for sure. And as a business owner, you need to be looking for new solutions. What are some new ways to serve your clients and customers, especially ways that generate recurring revenue? What service or product can you offer your clients and customers that will lead to them paying for it every single month Recession-proof businesses are often recurring revenue businesses where you have recurring revenue products. For us, we're making a big investment, a big uh, bet on our app, the MyFigures.com Money Manager app, so that more small business owners can get on top of their finances, be profitable, be cash flow positive, get automated funding options, save money on, on lower interest rates, manage their credit, and be able to pay all their bills in one place and really succeed financially as a business owner and that's gonna create recurring revenue streams in our business, and it's going to really take our industry by storm, by surprise, and we're making changes in our funding process right now instead of having a funding advisor and funding manager where the process was slower. Now we're making that into a hybrid position where everybody's a funding advisor. We can get term loans processed immediately on that first phone call, move people forward quicker Get them funded faster and make our partners and clients happier. And so there are changes and improvements that you've got to be making in your business. And then if it doesn't make you money, you need to cut it. Look at your monthly budget personally and business wise, especially, and find out where are some of the subscriptions you're paying for that you no longer need. Where are some of the things that you're investing or making payments on on a monthly basis? that really you shouldn't be doing. Where can you save money? Where can you cut costs? Don't cut costs of things that make you money, but if there's something that you've been investing in that's not making you money, you need to cut it out. Some things like content and podcasts, although you it may be more difficult to track that they're actually making you money. They probably are. Those are things you probably want to continue to do, pulling back on marketing, on lead generation, on content, on getting your company and brand out there. It's not the time to do that. In fact, it's the time to increase, you know, investments in those types of things, but other stuff that you're investing in, it's time to start cutting that off. If it's not making you money. And then you want to focus on opportunities that are recession proof within your business. Again, recurring revenue, solutions to big problems that your customers and clients have, and investing in recession proof businesses. What if you have money sitting around doing nothing? What business could you invest in that's going to be recession proof, right? Uh, as an example, you know, I'm making an investment right now into a business that's going to be helping people who are in pain. And whether you know the economy is good, bad, or, or indifferent, people are going to probably continue to want to get away from pain, especially physical pain. So making that investment in that business, I'm confident that's going to be recession-proof. If you're investing into apartments and, and homes and, and rental type stuff, again, going to be pretty recession-proof, regardless of what's going on in the economy. People need a place to live that's gonna continue to be recession-proof. So think of what recession-proof investments you can be making into your business with your investments that are gonna do well no matter what is going on in the economy. All right, my friends, so that is the mindset topic. We talked about what's likely to happen over the next 12 months. We talked about what you can do to make sure you're winning no matter what, have the right mindset, learn new skills, win, et cetera, et cetera now, my friends, let's talk about, let's talk about uh, the NFL here, our sports section. Okay, so last week uh, we've got the Vikings who had a tough loss. They're playing the Eagles. Are they likely to win? And, in fact, this is our Thursday night game happening later tonight. I'll have to go check that one out in the theater room. But... I don't see the Eagles losing to the Vikings. They are a terrible matchup for the Vikings. This is going to be in Philadelphia in the playoffs last year, I think. uh, Actually, the Vikings lost to the Giants, but the Vikings were killed by the Eagles in the regular season last year, and I don't see that changing. They are a bad matchup. I think the Eagles are going to dominate them. Packers, Falcons, they both won last week, so... I'd probably put my money on the packers to win they're better coached and jordan love did look really sharp raiders bills so the bills had that tough loss to the jets on sunday night are they likely to beat jimmy garoppolo and the raiders they are back home i think they are likely to win that's tough the raiders have to come clear across the country and I think the Bills are definitely going to be pretty upset with themselves. They should have won that game against the Jets. And I think the Bills and Josh Allen are going to bounce back and get a win. We've got the Ravens against the Bengals. That's going to be a very tight, very close game. And I'm betting on Joe Burrow to have a big rebound. That was a crazy game in the rain that they lost to the Cleveland Browns last Sunday. So I think the Bengals will bounce back. we got the Seahawks and Lions. I don't think the Seahawks are going to get a win in Detroit. I think Detroit is going to continue to win. They've got a good defense and a solid team, good coach. Chargers and Titans, I'm definitely putting my money on the Chargers. They lost a very close game against Miami. I don't see the Titans being able to slow down that Chargers offense enough, and that Titans offense is not good enough to get enough points to beat the Chargers. We got uh, Bears, Buccaneers. Uh, Bears, I don't see them getting a win in Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay uh, has a monster chip on their shoulder. Baker Mayfield played very well. Mike Evans, those guys. The defense looked super solid. I think the Bucs are going to beat the Bears and surprise a lot of people this year. Chiefs-Jaguars, that's in Jacksonville. That's going to be a tight game, but I see Patty Mahomes getting the Chiefs back on track and a win there. Colts and Texans both lost last week. Boy, that's a toss-up. Who do you think? I'd probably, I have no idea. I think they're both, I think they're. it's going to end in a tie. Neither team's going to win. 49ers and Rams both won last week. The 49ers are the obvious better team. They're going to probably go into Los Angeles, get a win there. Giants and Cardinals both lost last week. Cardinals are not a good team, but Giants, I think, will go ahead and get a win in Arizona. And then we got the Jets and Cowboys. This is going to be a Sunday afternoon game. Both want to know Cowboys are definitely going to probably be putting a lot more points on the board. I don't see the Jets being able to win in Dallas Cowboys stadium. We've got the commanders and Broncos late on Sunday, Sunday afternoon game. Uh, Broncos 0-1-1, commanders 1-0. The commanders are not good. I think the Broncos and, Pay- and Sean Payton will go ahead and get a win there. Russell Wilson will really get back on track. And then we've got, that uh, Dolphins Patriots game, Ty and Steve are going to be at that game. I think our man uh, Britton's going to be showing up there. And I predict that the Patriots will not going to win there. Dolphins will definitely win on the, if that game still happens. That may, there may be a hurricane, Hurricane Lee may be hitting there, but but uh, hopefully it does not. And I think the Dolphins will definitely win. Then we got two Monday night football games. We got Saints Panthers. Panthers are not a good team. Saints look much improved. Michael Thomas back. Derek Carr looked good. They got a new weapon in that uh, Shahid kid, so I think Saints will win there. And then we got Browns, Steelers 1-0. I do think the Steelers will get a win there. They're at home. Mike Tomlin is uh, probably the best coach in the NFL. He's not had a losing season in the last 15 years. Well, I mean, Bill Belichick's probably still the best coach, right? But but there you go. So there's uh, the predictions. One thing I do want to leave you guys with real quickly, it's always interesting to use Chat GPT and ask Chat GPT questions. If you're not asking using that AI resource in your business or you know with different decisions that you're making, it's they've it's gotten a lot of data. It's going to be able to analyze it for you. So I did ask Chat GPT what it thinks will be the main factors of the economy of the next 12 months. Government policy was one, you know, what Congress does, probably not going to have a big effect. Monetary policy, whatever the Fed does, they raise lower interest rates, that's going to have an impact. Global economic conditions right now, China is struggling, seeing a slowdown in its economy, a big bubble with its real estate. That could impact our economy negatively. Technological advancements, AI will have a positive impact, so that's something on the plus side. It should make companies and people more efficient, effective. If you're not using that and encouraging your team to use it, I need to encourage my team to use it more, especially when they're looking at uh, different sales scripts or emails or texts that you want to send out to clients. Use ChatGPT. It can help you you know, make some uh, improvements there. Trade policies, consumer confidence are things that it, it mentioned will affect the economy for sure. If you see keep seeing higher and higher interest rates, consumer confidence will take a dip and that will mean less spending by consumers, which will mean to lead to less profitable companies, which will lead to more unemployment. So those are good points. Corporate investments. If you're a company and things are tired of making more big investments to grow your business, maybe not. Natural disasters, hurricanes, the crazy fires in Maui, those things are obviously not good. Geopolitical events, uh, the war in Ukraine uh, is, is definitely you know not helping a lot of the food costs across the world. There's a lot of wheat that is actually made in Ukraine. Then we've got oil. No doubt that war is, is causing higher oil prices with Russia and some of the other countries there. Uh, public health is something there. Structural changes, and then real estate and asset bubbles. Real estate taking a hit. So interesting things. I always like to uh, ask those questions. But hey, if you guys have questions, comments, put those in the comments section. We will answer those for you. If you have ideas on different show topics, be sure to share those with us. And if you're gaining value in this in this show, share it with other business owners, side hustlers, those who want to get their money right. And uh, check out uh, the links in the description of this podcast on YouTube or anywhere else we're sharing our content. It's pretty much everywhere. It's And these, uh, this is a podcast. It's also available on all the major platforms. So if you want to be able to listen to this, you're driving your car, it's tough to listen to YouTube maybe, uh, connecting it to Bluetooth in your car and you want to be able to listen to it, you can listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, pretty much every podcast platform, the Go Figure Podcast is available and active and getting tens of thousands of downloads every single month. And we also have the 7 Figures Club Podcast where we have great experts on there who share different tools, tactics to get your business to 7 Figures. Also, another announcement next week, I'll actually be in Los Angeles speaking at the LA Business Show, be a keynote on the main stage and uh in one of the theaters on wednesday and thursday next week so if you're going to be in the la area drop on by that la business show it's at the los angeles convention center and i look forward to seeing you at our booth or uh coming and talking to you after uh, i speak on stage there all that said my friends have yourself a fantastic week take massive action take time out sometimes it's good to go out and walk a couple times a day sometimes i'll just walk out of the office go walk around for 15 minutes get outside Otherwise, you might go insane. And that, my friends, is today's episode, Go Figure. Thank you for joining us on the Go Figure podcast. If you learned something that will help your business or family, take 30 seconds and give us a five-star. If we added value to your day, then share the show with someone who wants to get their money right and be sure to subscribe to the 7 Figures Funding YouTube channel. If you're a business owner and a parent committed to getting your money right for your family, then check out the MyFigures.com money app with a free 30-day trial to manage your money, track your debt worth, and build a profit-first business through our fintech platform. God bless, and we'll see you next time on the Go Figure Podcast.